metal people for Finnevere. I don't judge based on people's <laughs> metal skin. <laughs> Charles Moon doesn't even touch the doors, and you see them part for him. All right, first a glass building, and now magic doors. It seems just a tad wasteful. Is Charles really actually a magician? Because that was weird. Clearly, Finn, you are not worthy to enter the, the, the building. Ha! Worthy. I thought Rayland was the, <laughs> the the powerhouse of wealth. Oh, Look at yeah, this place. You wish. It's always been America, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's doing the moving picture thing. Damn, that's what I was telling you about, bud. Shh. Don't shush me. That is the best picture I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, foundlings, to another episode of The Gage Chronicles. This is Chronicle 1, Chapter 59. I am your game master and host for this series, podcast, episode, all of this stuff. My name is Emily. Did I not say that? Because I feel like I didn't. And like I said, I am here to help tell great stories, along with my two only players sitting at this table, looking at their screens because they are trying to figure out what the heck they figured out last episode. It's been a while. It's been too long. I've, I've got all this bundled up energy. I wanted to interrupt you multiple times to like shout in excitement because we're back. In 2023. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Quentin and I were both sick uh, for almost all Ill. of Christmas. We so <laughs> we didn't get to record several sessions. It's been about a month. Oh, yeah. In, in, in its entirety. So we're finally back. My voice is slightly deeper than it normally is. A little more. Gravelly, I, I guess. Um, you can whisper sweet nothings into our ears. All right, this is a whispering podcast. Musa, sweet nothings <laughs> like roll initiative. <laughs> oh gosh, no, no, I don't want to do that. At least uh, not when Curtis is involved. So, gentlemen, go ahead, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Quentin. I am a player in the Gate Chronicles podcast, but I am the GM for the Sao podcast, and here I play Charles Smoot, fifty-seven-year-old biology teacher, born and raised in upstate New York. Feeling like he's finally getting answers, but he had to go back to the past in order to get them. And now he's trying to get back to the future. Go back to go forward. Yeah, you, you got to get up to get down, you know. Two thousand years forward, one step back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but hey, I'm Jaden and I play Finnevere Avir, the frequenter of feints and fancy footwork. Literal feints. Like, like he's the best at fainting. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, don't show him blood. I mean, blood, bees. Spiders. Oh, yeah. yeah, just just if it's spoopy, just, just don't put show a nope, <laughs> nope on that. <laughs> don't worry. I have an, I will make sure that there are plenty of insects for you to deal with. I, I I'll, I'll be I'm okay with enough with the ring bots. Those are at least not actually spiders, no. but those kind of are getting close. But some of them can be cute. Apparently, I, I gotta say you you handled the um ten foot tall praying mantises pretty well. All things considered, way back when, like those didn't jump spook you. They couldn't fly at his face as easily. Oh, no, no, they could fly. We, we established that. Oh, he was overconfident because he thought that, you know, magic was going to get him out of things. But then, you know, he f crit failing and whatnot or, or whatever <laughs> it was, he missed his, uh, he botched his spell on the only turn he could do it. Oh, that was, that was amazing and terrifying. I will always experience heart palpitations when I think about that episode and just mm -hmm. be like, I almost killed you. 
is a uh. death saves multiple death saves it was a good uh, episode. You know, speaking of Great death episode. saves, I guess this has I nothing to do with death saves. we're starting this episode uh, at all. No, death I was actually going to say we should probably tell them about, you know, things that they can do to support the show. If you would like to save our show from death and falling into irrelevance and nothingness, you can do many things like follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at RollFound. If you want to support us in other ways, you can go ahead and check out our Patreon so you can support us monetarily and we can keep bringing other new fun projects your way. What the heck? Why can you do this now, but not at the end of an episode? I want you to understand this happens every time. He can't do it at the end, Listen, but he memorizes it now. Well, well see, here's well, the thing. The, the, the volley was set just it right. Was. Yeah. It was perfect. Also, I'm a significantly better player than I am a GM. Oh, does it make you nervous? Yeah, there's a lot more pressure. Now I just get to ruin your game instead of having people ruin mine. Oh, well, now I really do hope that you are prepared because, gentlemen. You've been watching the Oregon Trail? Well, yes, we've been watching the Oregon Trail. In the last chapter, our party has ventured further into this dome structure, meeting the strange inhabitants here, futuristic past individuals, you know, the oxymoron of the century, learning that they are at least several thousand years in the past. Oh, that's right. No, the apocalypse happened 4,000 years ago. We have no idea how long it's been since the apocalypse. Who knows? That's why I'm saying it could be several thousand years. It could be a few hundred. Well, you know, according to Futurama, Buck Hotel happened more than once. We'll bring it back. Don't worry. Oh. And then it can close again. All over again. After giving every inhabitant of this universe the royal Dysentery. Yes. Just just actually dysentery. Ah, yes. Well. It's the Oregon Trail. As I said. Bringing it back. You ventured further into this dome, learning more about the inhabitants of this place and learning more about the world that you have currently come from. Oh, yeah. I love past past futuristic things because yep. it makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to talk about what I used to call the world. It was the ancient modern world. Oh, love that. Uh, it's got yeah. a nice ring to it. <laughs> Not at all an oxygen. The AMW. AMW. <laughs> It's a root beer. Um, a and W, <laughs> not M. It's close enough. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. Can you go get me a nice cold AMW? Oh, I'd love one. I would love one too. Anyway, we traveled further underground and learned some things about a friend of Dr. Rift, Curtis, which you have assumed is a giant gorilla that you ran into before you entered into this area. However, as you explored further into this base, you all began having these strange flash forwards. Almost in a horrific manner, you being pulled in several directions. But with each one, you experienced a world that was destroyed. Something out of place compared to the world or time that you're in. And so we pan back into our scene as Finnevere is currently sitting on the floor, afraid of something. Maybe. I don't know if he's afraid. He could be afraid. How is Finnevere feeling? Oh, yeah, no, he's... <laughs> Smooth! Ah, we're under attack? Uh, 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 we... Oh, no, it's Curtis here. No, 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 uh, no. I couldn't uh, see it. It's right, it, it's right there, or it will be right there, or we might already be right there. You hear as a sword is like resheathed slowly. What, what are you? There, there's nothing there, Finn. Smoot, 
That's me. Yeah. Okay. So okay. remember how we say crazy things. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. need each other to believe each other. Okay. I, so I, this I, is one of those times. So you're being haunted by a ghost. Because I, I can't see it. I is don't it invisible? see it. I think we're fine. What, what happened? Stay on guard. Okay. Get, what happened? Okay. Yes. I was happened? here. I was somewhere else. And something slashed me in the back. Just look at my perfectly good jacket. I think it dinged up my backpack. Can I roll a perception check to see if something did actually change about him? You don't need to roll a perception check okay. because you can clearly see that his clothes and part of the bag have strange rips in them. Ben, what do you mean by you weren't here? Well, it just happened to all of us now, right? We go to somewhere else that's exactly here, but so, but in the future, maybe? Okay, so, so you were here. You weren't now. You were then. We were there. Okay. We were we were all here. It's just he was here then, not now. I yes. hate this. I hate everything about the this. The question is, is when will then be now? Soon. It is. <laughs> Smoot, I feel like you're making a reference when you should be bringing out your weapon. Uh, okay. well, no, no, no. Well, presumably we're fine. Um, keep on guard. Have your weapons nearby and accessible just in case we go back then. You all of a sudden hear as something in the background begins swinging. Uh, Finn will take out his... What does he have? I think he has <laughs> Do a you have anymore? You have a rapier, right? <laughs> I lost all my stuff. It got burned. Did you not buy new stuff before we came? I Yeah, to work it off with the... With the... Uh, David. <laughs> David. What stuff did David supply? Daggers and a rapier. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, no I'm going to pull out a rapier. All right. Got to get you a range weapon. Got to get you a gun. All weapons are ranged weapons for me. <laughs> Just throw it. Ah! <laughs> take the dagger. <laughs> no, take the dagger, not me. Okay, so you pull out your rapier. And as you look around wildly, just roll a perception check. Oh, what if the monkey has a secret entrance into his hideout? Hey, 26. Okay, as you turn around wildly looking with your rapier now drawn, you see this rubber-looking round object, which Charles Smoot you would know to be a tire, is... Slowly swinging, slightly. All right. He's just going to take a step back. And then is another. this something that just started, or is that something like I kicked when I got up here? Because I'm on, like, the second platform by the desk. Charles Smoot. Do I know why this is moving, or is there a big monkey breathing down my neck? <laughs> Charles Smoot. Um, uh, do I have to roll the subject check, or is it very blatantly obvious? <laughs> You're coming down from from this area, right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. You absolutely I hit mean, this uh, thing. And, and Finnevere is freaking out. Yeah, I, I grabbed after. the access code. Um, I thought I thought it was still up on the platform. How would you have checked his back? Looking. With eyes. With my eyes. <laughs> I, I was going to assume that you came down already and regreeted with your party. Sure, that's fine. I feel like that would probably be... Um, All make, good. Yeah. So um, this did happen where when you were coming down at the end of this, you bumped this tire and okay. it's kind of like swinging slightly. Okay, but Finnevere is in a slightly panicked state as he hears like the rope making this very distinctive, like, rubbing sound against the tire as it swings. All right, well, how, how about we just take, take deep breath? Woosa, okay? And then we're going we're gonna to move on. What is, what is woosa? I, I don't It's something hippies say, okay? Listen, you, you, you ask, ask David. He'll, he'll, he'll give you some, some bell sprout or something, and he'll probably tell you to go say woosa, and you'll all feel better and nice and calm. What? <laughs> the GM has no idea what's happening, but I love it. All right. <laughs> Mr. Smoot. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've been Something dangerous in the future. Yep. 
That's where Kelsey is. You just think I'm not aware, Finn. But we still don't know how to get back. Or if we will get back, or if we're just going to be stuck in this perpetual limbo. Exactly! What do you think I've been dealing with this whole time? I've been trying to get back to where I'm supposed to be from for months. Well, maybe for the first time, I'm just starting to realize exactly the gravity of such a situation. For my whole life, I've just been, live where you're at. Learn to be at peace. But sometimes you can't be at peace when you know what's left behind. Yes, well, when you're displaced from everything you hold dear, it certainly puts a sour attitude on you. I understand Smoot better than I ever thought I would. I think I do, too. Oh, no, we're all smooting. No, we're, we're not all going to sing Kumbaya right now. Listen, we, we we're... It seems like time is attempting to correct itself, much similar to like when we touched the tree leaves. Eventually, we came back to our when we're supposed to be. Yeah, but wasn't that like the long way around? Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like eventually this effect will wear off. I don't know if there even is a way to force it to come faster. If anything, the only thing that I can think maybe is so it has to do something with um, Dr. Riff's research. I mean, it seems like another anomaly. You know, we've run into a few of those, Charles. Yeah, totally. You can roll a knowledge seeker, if sure. you'd like. That'd be great, because I, I definitely vibe that this is something that Lore seeker, excuse me, I'm sorry. Ooh, yeah, get wrecked. Pathfinder 2nd edition style. Total 23 for Charles Smoot's oh, yeah, lore seeker. And even Finnevere, even though your character's been away for a while, like you can try and roll this if you'd like to. Get him! I might have heard stories. 15. That's the dice's fault. That's not yours. How is the dice's fault? What happened? You rolled a four! Oh, that is the dice's fault. He's got a better lore seeker stat than I do. Finnevere, it has been a long time since you've done any seekering, so I think that your your brain just can't pick up on what is being put down. It's um, all filled how, with wine. And you haven't had many like actual seeker adventures in the ruins, so this is something that maybe is a little bit distant to you. However, Charles... While your experience with anomalies is far and few between, you do know of stories, and you do recall that there was one event where there was some strange occurrence in an area of a ruin that seemed to have been caused by some sort of artifact or even malfunctioning uh, relic, uh, whether or not it was these flowers that were spouting out some kind of acid that in another area, they were just normal flowers. You realize that maybe what he's suggesting is that there is something definitely causing the situation. All right. Well, if we do get shunted back and it happens down here, I don't think we'll be able to get back up very easily. Well, certainly the concerning thing is, though, is the last time I was shunted back, even for about a few moments, is I heard Kelsey was looking for us. Which means if there is something dangerous out there in the area we are in. It's something that could be potentially threatening Kelsey. Well, and let's not forget the reason we came down here, to try to find that keycard. Well, thankfully we have it, so now we can go blow up a nuclear reactor and go back to our time period, hopefully. Uh, excuse me? I did, it's, it's just a, it's a term of phrase. Why do I feel like any time you mention blowing something up, something terrible always happens to us? Well, listen, Mest isn't here anymore, so someone's gotta blow things up. I'm who is that again? I'm sorry. He was a traveling companion of ours. Um, he was a uh, an herbalist. Oh, he was the um the shorter guy. Yes. Uh, right. Not the one with the spear. That was the taller one, right? And, yes. I mean, 
Mast is the epitome of curiosity killed the cat. Like, <laughs> do you know what happened to Mast? He, he, he dug too deep, and he, he's got lost somewhere. So he's still out there. <laughs> Have you seen him? <laughs> oh, yeah. No! Charles, Charles it's time deception. for deception. Yeah, please roll your deception. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um, Finnevere, I'll roll your perception for you privately. Okay. I appreciated that. There's no way he fails this. this per- he'd have to roll a two. Finnevere, you can definitely tell that there is something being misconstrued or like hidden from you here. Finn will walk very close to Smoot. Smoot. Uh huh. You're lying to me, but I need you uh-huh. to tell me. Yeah. That you have a very good reason. I have a very good reason. You swear it. No, no. uh, Well, I mean, I like living. That's a pretty good reason. All right. I'll let it go for now. I will see if I can be more forthcoming in the future with information. It's just there are a lot of conversations and options I would need to weigh. Right. Let's focus at the task at hand. We have the key card. That means we can go try to... um, better the situation for the future maybe provide a uh, redemption or recovery for pal pal didn't come with us did he no remember he he split off from you guys because he had something he needed to do he say what did we send him to go find the key card i think he went to go look for it himself i I think we did send him off and you guys said you were going to bed or something if i remember correctly uh no, we never said. Just, we, we, we said we're going to faff around and look around. Faff, faff um, about and, and it's okay. just it just so happened that we stumbled across the key card. Yeah, so um, we'll we'll go to the nuclear reactor. The what? The nuclear reactor. You don't know where it is. Where How are you going to find it? What do you mean? We what? passed it on the way here. They did not. Did we not? No. no. There was another very suspicious hallway on the way here. Yeah, there yeah, was another. That doesn't mean that's what it is. Yeah, you can't just say you go to something okay. if you don't know where it is. We go down the very suspicious maintenance hallway. How about that? The the one that if if you were going into this room, if you turned left instead of going straight, you would have walked down that path. You said it looked like less refined, as if it was a little bit more rugged. They didn't really care about the aesthetic. That's where you are. Oh, that's where I am? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well we'll, well, we'll just double back and go, because there were only two offshoots at the juncture where we split. There was no other doors down this way, was there? No, there, there were, actually. Not, there down the, not down this unstructured hall. Right. So we'll, we'll double back out of that. As you go back up, following through this uh, pathway, which is illuminated by some strange lights, you make your way back up these stairs, and you begin heading back down the hallway, you see that there are two rooms that you have not, or like two doors on either side of the hallway that you have not explored through yet. All right, let's explore together and not split up. That's fine by me. No arguments here. It is getting later in the evening, um, and you guys are beginning to feel tired, just as an FYI. Leave us for the week. Okay. Persevere. Okay. How about his exhaustion in Pathfinder 2E? How bad is exhaustion? We're gonna find out. We're gonna today. find out today. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> well, remember, you guys have been adventuring literally, and then moved to the past. Darn so, Skippy! Don't forget. If a character goes more than sixteen hours without going to sleep, they become fatigued, and that okay. is all that happens. So, gentlemen, which room do you go in, left or right? Flip a coin. Left. <laughs> Good job, Jaden. He flipped that coin so well. Yeah. 
You... For the audience listening at home, it was funny because there was no crime. <laughs> you see as the doors to this room sort of open on their own as you step up towards them and reach your hand out and you see like this bar sort of light up then it slides open sucking like with the sucking sound to the side it's a little weird for you Finavir it's deep pressurizing pressurizing I don't know, that. I don't know does anyone else have that feeling in their ears do I do you do you, I you could roll a fortitude save I don't think you need that. Are you sure? This is a very serious thing that's happening right now. I think the GM is saying you're fine. Oh, okay. I'm fine. Cool. Oh, I'm very fine. My ears are made of steel, Finavir. I feel nothing. As you walk into this area, you see that the lights on the wall kind of come on on their own. Spoopy. Did we have to use a key card to get in here? No. Mm, This must not be the room. Very sad. (laughs) (laughs) Big sad. Big sad. Well, every room has been a treasure trove so far, so what's in here? That's a good idea. So, in this room, you can see that there are beds. There are several rows of, um, like, on either side of the room, there are two sets of bunk beds. And then there is a shared desk in the center. And you see that there's a number of, like, lab coats kind of, like, hung in an open closet on the side. Oh, grab me a lab coat. You grab a lab coat. You are uh, Professor Smoot. Speaking of which, <laughs> can he just interrupt? Just like he goes into teacher mode all of a sudden. Absolutely. I need a fat. Yeah, I need yeah, a fun sure. fact here for Professor Smoot. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So as Professor Smoot uh, grabs the lab coat off this rack, he looks at the camera of his life and he turns and he says, "Thank you, a sleepy bunny, for supporting our podcast uh, and leaving this question on our Discord server." Uh, you recently posed a question for me, Professor Smoot. You asked for a little bit of a biology lesson. Your question was, does platypus venom cause death by erection? What a wonderful question. Sadly, I, I do have to tell you that no. Uh, what you're thinking of is actually the Brazilian wandering spider, also known as the banana spider, which it does do that. Their venom attacks the nervous system and uh, among many other things, causes death by Viagra. Uh, You do wish to seek out a doctor because it will last longer than four hours. Incredibly painful. However, platypus venom is hardly any better because platypus venom can last anywhere from five to seven days and is excruciatingly painful. Covers your entire body. And the worst part is, is it cannot even be dulled by morphine. This has been Fun Facts with Professor Smoot. Charles, what the hell are you doing? You know, whenever I put on a... I gotta take off this lab coat. Gosh, I don't know. Something just came over me. And she just sets it down back in the wardrobe. I, I, he, he just looks at you. Balin turns to you, Finavir. Are you, gonna, are you going to do something now? Like, are you, uh, you both okay. going to be weird? While he's monologuing, uh, Finn would like to, in order, uh, check the, the beds to see if there's, like, anything with a logo on it. With a logo? Okay. Something identifiable. Okay, sure. Um, check under the beds, or if there's like a, a chest near them for personal effects, then you would check the, well, I guess, you said lab coats, plural, right? Yeah, there's lab coats. Do a brief pocket inspection to see if there's like a key card in there, and then the desk. Okay. Everything in this room seems like it is in pristine condition. All of the blankets are neatly lined, like hospital cornered on the bed. All of them are tucked very neatly. The coats look like they've just been washed and pressed. There is nothing in the pockets, unfortunately. However, in the desk, you do find that there is a very nice pen. Uh, oh. 
Um, I am sure Finn's familiar with feathered pens. It's they're. It looks almost like it is a steel pen. A metal pen. A steel ballpoint <laughs> pen. It's like a space pen. Oh no! Yes. I know what this is. I'm going to put it in here as steel pen. Yes, Vinavir, you have found this pen. Out of curiosity, does it have any kind of uh, identifying features on it? It does appear to have the logo. It's actually like at the top of the pen where you would press down. You can see that it's got like this resin cover Ooh. over top of it. You know about pressing Ooh. down on pens, though, because he's only ever written with a... Yeah, quiver. but I'm describing it for him, Quentin. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, so that I can the have the, the things to, re- to remind her later. Okay. Uh, well, he'll be satisfied enough with that. I'm assuming there's no papers with writing on them. There are no papers with writing on them. However, there is a nice stack of papers to the side with the logo on the top. We could write a note for Kelsey and leave it in the future if we blink back. Yeah, that's a great idea. Can we have that in character? <laughs> uh, you could You could just oh, say no, that no, no, This really is Finnevere's idea, yeah, I guess. This is Finnevere's really smart idea. I could write on this paper and leave it in the future. Next time that happens, maybe Kelsey will find it. Wow, Finn, that's a really smart idea. I'm so confused. Balin, has this not happened to you yet? Have I not traveled to the past to jump to the future? No, no, I cannot say that it has. Well, it's going to, and you're going to need to keep on guard. If it gets really dark really quick... Oh, no, no, no. That? No, I have had it happen. Right, so so the next time one of us ends up there, we can leave notes. If you're... Wait. Look, look at my side. If... The past and the present. Then and now are connected. <laughs> <laughs> Gives up on and time. And it will reference. be soon. Then it's also physically connected. We can take things from here and leave them there and vice versa. Very similarly, you know, like, how else would he have gotten scratched on the back? Something then must have affected him. But the change that affected him affected him now still, even though he's no longer when that was. So I'm going to take three pieces of paper... Kelsey, we are stuck in the past. We will get to you eventually. Stay hopefully safe. soon. And I'll write that three times. Oh, oh, oh. You get to uh, tell her to get to safety. We'll be fine. It makes me think of this um, thing my mother had me do. We took like this. Um, we would write letters to ourselves in the future. And we would put them in this very like secure oh, box. A time and bury capsule. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Out of curiosity, when's the date on that? And like, have you dug it back up yet? No. Um, Finn, I don't think that's the, the important part right now. We, 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 can talk, we can talk about this later. It could be some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that is a side episode, Finn. Something side. exclusively for the Patreon. <laughs> uh, what is Patreon? I don't understand these references, Charles. Scott. out of the room. He's going to go explore the next room. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. We, we go together. I, I'll, I'll take a, a small packet of paper and put that back in the the backpack and well i will physically and manually distribute the papers to everyone has finn ever seen paper this well refined before no uh, this is d- the nicest paper the nicest cut parchment paper it's so it's like buttery smooth yes and finn definitely had a long remark about it uh, the, uh when we got to that first break room and yes oh, he's thoroughly amazed at this paper the way that they get them so consistent is suspicious it's uh it's something that you should capitalize on (laughs) Ah. if you can almost inhuman 
Uh, Finn, Valen does share with you uh, briefly as you guys are walking in the room that he has not opened the time capsule yet, as we're referring to it, and that his mother told him that he should open it either on a very special occasion or when he felt like he needed it. He, he didn't think that he might need it when his entire family was being framed. No, there are more important things to think about. I guess. You do remember that he was unconscious. Oh, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I didn't know that. Yeah, but he didn't tell us to go back for it or anything. You think he's going to go back to where he is a wanted criminal? He doesn't have to, but he could send one of us or just make it a secret yeah. mission. You just well, want a mission. You want to yeah. go back. We're on a mission. Okay, so we'll, we'll go explore the other room. But side quests. Okay. This is why this campaign will never end. Ooh, piece of candy. I need to stop making candy for stop you guys. Stop making pieces of candy. As you go into the other room, you see it is very much the same. However, this one seems to have coats that are more fitted to a more petite size. That's the ladies' quarters. Or they just had really tiny people. They have nicer pens. <laughs> No, you don't find a pen in this room, and there is no paper set about. However, there does appear to be uh, an accidentally left behind uh, makeup compact. Does it have a mirror? Oh, a small mirror. Uh, there's a small mirror in it, yeah. Looks like a blush container. Oh, yeah, that's going straight into front pouch. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to... He's going to use it first. <laughs> like, how bad is it? It's like, how, how rough is this day been? Oh, oh man, it's... I need a real shower. Put some blush on. <laughs> <laughs> is like, he, hey, why not? If there was enough light, probably he would. Smooth's gonna be like, mm, nope, same thing. And just, just he's only looking for the, the energy reactor. Okay. You head back out and you turn from this room right down the hall back towards the main area where you know that Dr. Riff's um, doing her research currently. However, not currently because she actually... Went to bed. Went to bed. But you don't see her on this floor in this room area. Uh, and as you walk out further, you uh, you only see the main laboratory, or at least this laboratory, and the uh, other room that you had gone into earlier where you found the shower. Okay, so it's not on this floor. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll yell for Pal. You're going to yell for Pal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 if he doesn't... After he does it the first time, he's like, it's Mr. Smoot, there's someone trying to sleep. We don't know if they're trying to sleep on this floor. You can be heard, I'm sure, from the future at that volume. Pow! To get bitten after panicking for a second, uh, he'll cover Smoot's mouth. Please, Mr. Smoot, have a little consideration. Charles, if what you're saying is true and you think that this will resolve in its own time, we need to rest. Um, well, why, why, why didn't we just go sleep where the bunk beds were? We can if you would like to still. However, I understand your concern. I want to get back to Kelsey as soon as possible, but we've been going all day. The other problem is, Baylen, we don't know when this will resolve. What if it resolves while we're in the middle of sleeping? Well, what if it resolves or half resolves while we're exhausted and we have to fight whatever did this? Rabble, 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 rabble. Charles, sometimes I know you're an older man, but sometimes we just need to take a step back. We accomplished what we set out to do this night. A save convincing some sense into Dr. Rift. Okay, that's fine. 
Do you have a course of action you're suggesting instead? You, you, you all go to sleep. I want to see if I can find Pal real quick. I shouted. I'm sure he heard me. He's going to make his way here eventually. Let's go back to the bunk. Let's go back to the like sleeping compound area. We can stay there. I'll sit up for a bit and see if I can wait for Pal. Right. There's just something I wanted to ask him real quick. Okay. So, um, Benavir, where do you go? Valen, do you remember where we, we told that we had quarters, somewhere that we could stay? I think we just said we could pick wherever. Honestly, the floor, beds. There was a really cushy bed back there. A shower, you know, all of those locations. The couch, that thing in there. The plaid oh. bed. All right. Um, we should really stick together in case we end up attacked. And so then... So let's, is there one with multiple beds? Or? Yeah, that's the desk where you found the pens. Yeah, so each of the rooms actually had the bunk beds. Um, There was four in each. All right, Um, dibs on top bunk. Should we not wait for Charles then if you don't want to split up? I'll be sitting out, up out, just immediately outside the door. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm staying with the group. I'm not wandering off looking for it. Okay, so you uh, harump your way following after them. Yeah. And you guys head back over towards the uh, left side room. Just okay. think of it as me keeping first watch. All right. Well, let us know when you're ready to switch. And Charles will sit up and hopefully he will get an interaction with Powell before he goes us off. Okay. Charles, you continue to sit up for a while, but you don't see Powell coming anywhere near where you are. You don't see him at all. This hallway seems very quiet. Though you do hear the slight humming of the lights in the area. After about an hour or two, Charles Smoot would relent and he would go to sleep. Okay. This place is safe enough. Unless they get ported back to the future, they don't need a watch. That was just an excuse that he was using. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we all kind of kind of figured that out. Now, we could teleport to the future asleep and then get slit by whatever. It- oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, but then again, how do you defend against that? Right, exactly. It's all losing situations. Well, right, because like even if the person who's keeping watch, even if we have someone who's keeping watch, if they don't get set to the future too, it doesn't matter because if someone who's asleep gets sent to the future, they're still asleep and there's no one to protect them. Okay, so gentlemen, you all go to sleep. And as you're sleeping, I need you to roll will saves, please. No! Al, I promise I'm your friend. Oh, that's the note we should have had taped to our chest. Pal, I promise. I'm your friend. Alright. Supposedly, I'm good at Wilson's. Supposedly. 29 for Charles Smoot. Oh, very good. Very good. Alright. That is a 22 for Finn. Oh, no, Valen died. Okay. So, gentlemen, as you fall asleep, you fall into a deep and restful slumber, and all of a sudden, you open your eyes, and you find yourselves outside. Both of us? Both of you. All of us? All three of us? All of you. Is Kelsey there? Are outside. Is Kelsey there? All right. You find yourselves waking up and sitting up outside, looking towards the dome structure, and you see, under the shadow of the trees, what appears to be the android creatures that are currently bending down, and they seem to be working on something. I check my pocket. Do I still have the uh, access card? No. Why would we get sent back to now? Oh. Hmm. Wait, if he doesn't have... Uh, is my coat still... Or is my clothes still torn? No. Do I feel well-rested? You do. Okay. We we just we just start walking forward to the base. All right. All right, Finn. It's Groundhog Day. Valen's 
looking at you confused as he gets up and brushes himself off. Where are we? You're lucky we we are now. Because if we weren't now, I would punch you in the face. What are you talking about? Where are we? We got time reset. Don't you remember when before when we first came to this place? This is exactly when we arrived. We're in a time loop. We're stuck repeating the same day over and over again until we break the loop. So, so this is a white box. Oh, what? Well, as one does, one reads a lot of fiction growing up, and Mariella and the white box, every time she opened up the white box, she opened it up, and yesterday was inside. You know what, Finn? If that's what helps you sleep at night, fine by me. I am going back into the facility, and we are going to have to speed run this. (laughs) Valen looks very confused as you guys are talking and seems to be looking at you very warily as you uh, begin stopping your way forward. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I don't even interact with the androids. I just start walking to the compound. Um, As you start walking forward, you see as the androids stand up and they approach towards you. Hi, welcome. Uh, We are here to inspect uh, sector... We're here to inspect Sector 8 of Colony A5240. I do not seem to have record of you in my database. Please, identify yourselves. Uh, yeah, sorry, we're, we're topsiders. We're looking for Dr. Rebecca Rift. Um, it, it's okay to go up top now, uh, but we just need to get back in the facilities real quick. They look at each other, and you can see their eyes kind of, like, flash slightly towards just, them. Just feel free to scan us. Put us in your database. We'll be on our way. They turn towards you and seem to do so. All right, cool. We just need to talk to Pal real quick. Right. As you guys are walking by, uh, roll a perception check. Sure. 31 for Charles Smoot. 18 for Finn. Okay. So as you were walking by, um, you kind of hear, as one of the robots makes a, or androids, makes a slight remark. It is good to see you, Valen. And you guys continue walking. No, 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 no. Which one of us hears that? What was your perceptions again? Mine okay. was 31. Oh, yeah, no, both of you hear it. Oh, he hears it with an 18? Yeah, it okay. wasn't, no. like, super hidden. Wait, but, like, wait, wait, yeah, they both still have the, the, wait, the did, double back look. Did, did they say that when they scanned us? No. Uh, excuse me, what information do you have on Valen? Have you been here before? Do, do you know him? You guys aren't serious, are shut, you? Shut up, Valen. But we what? weren't in the system. I turned to the robot. What information do you have on Valen? Uh, Finn's talking to Valen now, and Smoot's talking to the robot. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. You talking to Valen. You're going to have your own conversation, so you mm-hmm. may not hear all of this. Uh, Charles, as you ask the androids, uh, they look at you, and you see their eyes kind of flash like they're processing. Valen, resident of Sector 3. What year is it? Oh, God. Don't do this to me. They give you the same year as they said last time. That's how I'm solving this. Okay, no, 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 that's fine. I was just trying to figure out if we are back in the future. So we're still in the past. They gave you the same date that they gave you last time. Where is Sector 3? They give you a very brief description of Sector 3 being past the waterfall in the farm areas on the upper crust. No, I know, but you're, you're, you're looking like I'm crazy, and I am crazy, because you make me crazy. <laughs> I'm being gaslit right now. Um, when was this data created? When was this file created? Data not found. Do you know anything about this? What do you mean, Finn? We've, we've did you read here. books growing up? Yes, of course Fiction? I did. Did you? Yes, plenty. Really? 
Well, you know, Prophet of Prophet is my it's my favorite novel. What are you even talking about? Finn, we've been here for years. You're pulling my leg? You mean underground for years? You're my neighbor. What are you even talking about? Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that okay. at all. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> He's been replaced by an AI. Valen, I'm, I'm sorry to ask you this awkward question like this, but do you remember uh, roughly how we met? Mm. That's a good question. Well, we were born... We were kind of put into the sea. <laughs> Sorry. We were born. Let me take you all the way back to the beginning. We were born. Well. <laughs> it all started <laughs> with my great, great grandfather. Um, well, you were brought down into Sector 3 from the uh, upper regions, and they gave you some land to manage, and we've been fast friends ever since. I'm about to punch him in the face. You don't hear this. I know. Finn, please tell me so I can punch him in the face. Just gotta jumpstart that old noggin of his. <laughs> the old-fashioned way. Compliment of how fast of friends we were <laughs> aside. <laughs> I was born and then we were friends. Immediately. No, he was born immediately given land and then we were fast friends. That's not what that is. Just like an infant farmer. <laughs> how dare you make me jealous of other lifetime me? <laughs> See a little baby with a hoe out in the field. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just feeling a little confused today. Right, um, so you wanted to see the doctor, so we should go, though, because, yeah. you know, we've been called to leave this place as soon as we can. Yeah, I heard uh, they said something was going to happen. We have to get out of here soon, right? Along those lines, we've got the order to just evacuate, or to resurface, as they say. All right, uh... Tally ho! <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, yeah, he's gonna like like put his hand on Smooth's shoulder. Huh. <clears throat> okay, so, so the robot says that he's from Sector Three by Waterfalls and the Upper Crust. Excuse me, I've, can we just have a moment, please? <clears throat> just really pushing on the the patience of those around us. Sure. Th th what, do you, what do you mean, have a moment? Yeah. We're talking right now. Finn's gonna look him right in the eyes. Now. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. pull sure. him aside. That's fine. You like, just see some, like, like, androids are looking at you. Like, well aside. Smooth things are very, very worse. What do you mean they're worse? We're just back when we were. No, we're not. We're very not. Wait, wait how are we not? Okay, listen. This is exactly Try to keep up. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay. Anyway. Balin's saying we've been here for years. So his memory is off, obviously. But God forbid ours eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you sounds like you know what I know, and we're on the same well, page. Well, how do you know what I know that you know that I know? Well, we don't have time to figure that out. Well, wait, darn skippy, we don't. I, I think we just grab the key card, go to the nuclear reactor, and blow the whole place to smithereens. That'll okay, great. It. You're the smooch I know and love. Are you, are you guys done yet? Like, we have to leave soon, so... Sure, okay, great, yeah, well, don't worry, Valen, we're speedrunning it. We're going to have to play it long enough, but we can't let Valen leave. Wait, wait, we wait. may not get our Valen back. Do, do you mind if I try something real quick? It might work. Alright, we're running out of logical options here, so this... I'll follow your lead. Listen, psychologically, sometimes things are suppressed and everything, and they just need to be, you know, like, like re reminded, like a little, little, little bit restarted. Um, so the brain just needs, like, a jolt to get it back on track. Could you maybe be a little casual about that instead of jumping headlong like you always do? 
Charles Smoot just like okay, we're we're coming firmly back. just steps right up to Valen and just punches him right in the face. Okay, what on earth? So please roll to hit. Sure. <laughs> just need a little jump start. Twenty-five to hit. <laughs> I am your I'm your frontline melee tank. Roll your damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight damage. <laughs> with this. Okay, so you see, you reel back and you just punch Valen straight in the face. You can see that he is surprised by this and he stumbles back and like falls onto the ground. But as soon as you do this, you see and hear a sharp singular beep and you see as their eyes flare a red color and you hear as they say, Violence is forbidden. Please stand back or we will have to use force. Charles Smith steps back, puts both his hands up. Sorry, saw that, thought I saw a fly. They must be taken out with the utmost prejudice. What the hell, Charles? Balin stands up and rubs his face. Balin, how do you know me? How do... You're the librarian, for God's sake. I'm a what? I would not be caught dead in one of those coffins. <laughs> All right, you know what? No, kumbaya, Wusa. let's go on. I'm just really going to have to talk to David after this whole trip. What is wrong with you? And he just follows after you. He's rubbing his cheek the whole way. You can see that he appears very agitated, however. But the androids, all of them in the area that you can see, all of their eyes slowly fade from a red to a purple to a blue. Charles Smoot um, leans over to Finnevere and whispers, So he doesn't know anything about what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. How are we going to do what we need to do without causing a commotion with him. Um, how do I say this? Really, really hope that we end up all together the next time. <laughs> okay, um, but, but, but in the here and now, like, I, we, we know where the key is. Just have to figure out how to use it to get access to whatever is causing this whole thing to happen. Oh, well, things are anything like last time? Uh, as you guys are making your way mm -hmm. up towards the steps, please roll, we'll save. Oh, really? Already? Hot diggity dang. Let's go. Let's know. <laughs> Let's know. <laughs> no. Wait, no, mine moved. That's bogus. Oh, no, no. your dice knocked into my roll and made it a 20. I saw that. It's a virtual roll. Oh, gosh. So I rolled a two for a total of 12, and he rolled natural 20. Oh, you rolled. You ro I thought I rolled the two. So my dice bumped into yours? Oh, no. I thought we were both going to get 20s. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought I was the one that failed, at least. It's worse now that I don't see you. Traded! Um, so as you guys are walking up the steps, uh, Finnevere, you're looking around very warily at all of the androids. And as you are looking around, you see all of a sudden this really quick flash of the future. And again, you see this barren landscape, but you see what appears to be a red-eyed creature kind of staring at you, its head tilted slightly with jagged features as there are pieces of its metallic faceplate are broken and it seems to make eye contact with you. You hear this loud and grating screech of sound before you return. All of this happening in a split second. This was off to the right side of you, off in the distance, in some of the trees. Uh, he would like quickly cover his ears and we got to come up with a name for that. For what? It happened again. Uh, uh, you, you, you warped. How about that? 
sure what. Although um, he has been standing beside you the entire time. Uh, did, did you drop the note? Uh, no, it, it was, this one was really fast. Ah. Oh, do I have the note? He searches for the note. No. Ah! Okay. God, Zeus. No. Right, okay, again, speed running. Mentality. Ooh, go. Okay. Uh, um, uh, he doesn't know the word for that. I once saw a kid beat a Mario level in 12 and a half seconds that took me 32 years to beat. I feel like if I just tap into that mental energy, Smooth. we can do this. I don't know what that means. We're going to try and do everything that we did yesterday, but as quickly and efficiently as possible. All cutting right. out anything that is unnecessary, only getting what we need. That, <laughs> okay. that means you cannot ask for any jokes. <laughs> I, I see the look on your face. I, I feel the gears turning. <laughs> we do not need to hear them again, Finn. We'll have time. No, we don't. <laughs> All right. Do the walking. death square. So you guys walk up the stairs and into the building where you do see the androids all situated around the room, leaning up against these charging stations, and Pal standing by the console near the center of the room. Good day. Hello. Hi, Pal. How's it going? Strange. I don't seem to recognize you. Your data is not in my memory banks. Uh, we just got scanned. Uh, it should pop up shortly. Uh, we have a meeting with Dr. Ripped. Can you take us downstairs, pal? One moment. Ah, uh, yes. I see that you are surface dwellers visiting. Uh, we've been here for the visiting for three years? No, 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 no. no. We, we, we lived outside, right, Ben? That's what the or is... Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, sector three, sector and such. three and such and such. But, um, so uh, shall we make our way? One moment, please. I need to see if Dr. Rift is available. Uh, she, she's probably busy on her project. Just, just uh, we can go now. Please wait here. <sighs> Taps foot impatiently. You see his pal slowly turns towards the console, and then he turns back towards you. I can see that you seem to be under some distress. Is there any way that I can help? Okay, there's two things you can do. You can get us downstairs quicker, and if you can do that while telling me a joke, then go for it. Time to time to find out where these timelines diverge. Are we going to get the alternate universe joke. jokes? Ooh. Are we going to get the same jokes? Eventually, like, all humans are actually fish people, and he just starts telling fish jokes exclusively. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can see that his eyes sort of strangely light up more and you can see that there's like this happy looking face and he says if that would please you I can tell you a joke however I must still check with Dr. Rift can you do both at the same time I cannot take you down until I have permission from Dr. Rift okay would you like the joke now or after you already attempted to contact her right so we're just waiting for her to respond no i must go and speak with her how did we get down the first time so easily uh we were scanned as new civilians and then we just simply weren't uh the, the situation for, with he didn't ask for permission to go down last time i don't think no he definitely didn't he just said yeah let's go well, we, I, we we really desperately need to see her. It very well could be a matter of life or death. So if you could um, do that in an orderly and expeditious manner, we will eagerly await your joke upon your return. I see. Then I shall hurry along. Ha 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 ha. 
Uh-huh. And he begins to walk onto the elevator, and you see as it slowly begins to levitate down. And there does not seem to be anything that replaces it. You can actually stare down into the hole that he is sinking through. How far of a drop is it? Very far. Mm, okay, unfortunate. I'm a barbarian. Listen, we're very straightforward people. <laughs> I think that's just you, period, too. <laughs> Strela. All right, then. So, you two want to tell me what's going on with you? Is there something wrong? Nervous about going topside? You could say that, or you could say... And... <laughs> Uh, it, it Bins has the face like I'm about to I'm about to break cover here. He's looking for. Oh, uh, we we yeah, like nerves get to. We could use some like psychiatric help. I'm sure the doctor could be a therapist. Just just quick quick chit chat. All right. I don't think she's quite. My stomach's feeling woozy. You know. She's not that kind of doctor. She's more of like I'm. I'm I'm sure her biological ray gun could reverse the state of my wheezy stomach. It'll be fine. Her what? Her biological ray gun that reverses plant matter? No, don't worry. You'll you'll figure it out in like five minutes. Right. Clearly, me being a librarian, I read more books than you. Obviously, Valen, you aren't up to date on the latest research. Uh, hmm. I'll, I'll see if Ben thinks he can get away with this. I'm gonna try anyway. Sorry, Smith. <clears throat> so, you looking forward to seeing Kelsey again? Did you know Kelsey? You're mean. You're yeah. so mean to me. If he says no, I'm going to punch him again. <laughs> As you mention her name, he sort of winces, and he steps back and puts his hand against his head as if he's trying to think about something, but he's in pain as he does so. Uh, Finn is going to press it further by starting to describe Kelsey in detail. You know, she's about yay tall. Yeah, gorgeous uh, brown hair, green eyes. Please roll will save, both of you. 16 for Charles Smoot. And 20 for Finn. Okay, so Finn, you uh, you see as both Valen and Charles momentarily like freeze for a second. However, Charles, all of a sudden, you see as the room flashes and you see the building in its dilapidated state and you once again can hear Kelsey's voice calling out to you in the distance and you hear the skittering of something metallic and as you look around the room, you see red eyes staring at you, jagged forms and metallic limbs kind of extended in horrific ways, along with a strange object jutting out from below. But you flash back. Can I help Kelsey? You could. Kelsey! Ah, damn it! Not again! <sighs> you scream Kelsey and they start moving again. I come back into your reality screaming, Kelsey. <laughs> and uh. you can see as some of the androids, they've stood up and they're walking over and looking at you. Are you all right? Are you hurt, human? Uh, yes, I very eagerly need to see Dr. Rebecca Rift. Get your blood pressure medicine checked. Please, you may attend to the medical bay. Is that downstairs? Yes. Uh, is the lift back yet? Pal, I don't think pal's come back. If it is an emergency, we can take the stairs. There are stairs? Oh, you show me the way. You learn something new every day, Finn. They look at you confused. Where is it that you are hurt? Bad migraine. Big ol' headache. And you can see it kind of like looks at you. And you see its eyes sort of narrow in on your head. Your blood pressure seems regular. Oh, that's lying, because my blood pressure is historically high at all times. 
I see. Perhaps my scanners need to be adjusted. Please take a seat. We will get a stretcher. Uh, no, no, I, I, I can walk. I'll just don't take the stairs. Charles, what are you doing? Why are you? Can you see the doctor? I, 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 we thought that's why we're here, right, Malin? Down the stairs. What are you doing? Walking downstairs, Malin. Why are oh, you well, lying? Just wait, Malin. How did we meet? Am I a librarian? <laughs> no, you're a barbarian of some sort. Oh, thank God we've got him back. Charles Smoot just, like, envelops him in a hug and gives him a kiss, a big kiss on the cheek. I can't suppose that you're the one responsible for my jaw aching. No! Why would that be? If anyone is hurt here, it's me. Yes, robots! His jaw is injured. We need to go see Dr. Rebecca Rift. And as you say that, you see as Pal comes up the lift. Hello, my human friends. It is a pleasure to see you again. Would you like to hear the joke now? Are we allowed to see the doctor? Uh, you can tell us on the way down. He waited all this time. Let him tell his wait, joke. Well, 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 we're taking the elevator down. We have literally nothing else to do. Can we go down the elevator and see the doctor? One moment, please. I swear to God. He steps off and he seems to be pressing some buttons. Please step onto the elevator. Oh, thank goodness. We head onto the elevator. Phelan's just rubbing his jaw. What the hell did you punch me for? And when did this happen? Exactly. When? Okay, Valen, you know how things have been going back and forth? Well, things just got weirder. Did they go forth and back? Ooh, like alternate reality. So... This time of us being here, everyone remembers that we have been here for three years. Except for Smoot and I don't remember that anymore. We remember our reality, our real... That we have to get back to the future and such. I mean, it, it, it was wacky. You thought Finn was a farmer and I was a librarian. You said we became, we became fast friends. I, I, could, I could read the expression on his face. He was very pleased by that. You can see that Valen's face is not pleased by that at all. <laughs> um, he didn't say three years. He said many years. But it's whatever there, Finn never associated time. Yeah, That's what Finn is saying. So um, you begin descending. Pal, I could really use a good joke. Well, I suppose that when we are done down here, want to make like robots and perhaps some Java sometime? <laughs> pal, 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 can you give me can, can you hit me with a different one? That one, that one didn't, that one didn't hit home the way the other ones did. Why did the robot get brought in for questioning? Why, pal? Because he was a resistor. <laughs> Why is this hurting you so much? No, that one was good. Oh, uh, grabs. Oh, Java, the coding language. Yeah, it took me a second too. I, I got the resistor one right away. Like resistors and capacitors He's for electronics. He's doing his best. He's a good boy. Uh, gosh darn it. All right. So what you're saying is something has caused caused me to lose my memories, and I ended up thinking that I was... Oh, when, when we yeah, fell... Watch. Pal, could you describe roughly the first time that you met me? Or oh, to, to Valen instead. It didn't like us. I met you about... Ten minutes ago, when you walked in through the front doors. Hey, and when did you meet Valen? This is my first encounter with Valen, as you call him. Pal, can you pull up Valen's file? 
Processing. What is it you are looking for? Wait, 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 what do you mean you're pulling up my file? That's private information, Charles. Uh, pal, can you confirm that Valen's from Sector 3? I can confirm that Valen is from Sector 3. What was his profession? Valen was of the noble class. How about humbug? <laughs> wait, even in this reality, you're still a rich man? Of course. <laughs> oh, shit, don't look so smug, Valen. <laughs> And also, Smooch, shame on you for dissing the honorable profession of librarian. Books are very hard to come by. Wouldn't that mean you're the local teacher as well? Nah, maybe. You guys reach the uh, floor that you were familiar with, walking down this familiar uh, futuristic hallway. Hey, pal, uh, where's the reactor? Is that on this floor? All nuclear reactors are stored on the bottommost layer of the facility. Oh, wonderful. Um, can, uh, once they talk with the doctor about Valen's hurt jaw, can, can we go there? I'm sorry, but you must have special access. So, Pal walks you towards the door. I can tell that your stress levels have decreased significantly. Oh. I see that my jokes are very effective. Your jokes are very effective, Pal. They have decreased significantly. However, we are still very stressed. Would you like to hear another one? No, you I, seem stressed now. Ooh, uh, we're we're, we're going to put a pin on that, okay? You, you can do a whole comedy show for us when this is over. Would that make you happy? Very. Then I shall prepare my material. Great. Can't wait to see your stand-up. God. My pal and me. So, he walks you into this uh, science room of sorts, and you see the plants that are behind these glass, like, greenhouse thingies and you walk in and you see that Dr. Rift is currently standing over one of them. She seems to be writing on a clipboard again. <sighs> Stupid things. I can't believe this is happening. <sighs> hey, hey, Dr. Rebecca Rift. Uh, we know you're really busy right now. You got to finish up your work. We're from the future. We know you want to finish up your work because you have to evacuate. We're just going to let you do what you do. We just need to be able to use the facilities and we'll follow up with you in the morning. She looks around wildly as you throw this at her. I'm sorry? What exactly are you doing here? We're from the future. You're very interested. But you've been working very long to finish your project, bioengineering these plants. We're going to let you wrap up with that. You can circle back with us in the morning. Translation, we've been dealing with an anomaly that's been sending us through time, and this is not the first time we've had this conversation. She looks towards Pal. You see your eyes like quickly flash towards him, then towards Valen, then back to you guys. Yes, um, we need to evacuate this place soon, so please, whatever business you have, just leave me alone, like you said. <clears throat> Strange people. And she just goes back to writing on her clipboard. Uh, so, so we can, like, go about the facilities and, like, sleep here and have access to things? If you want to sleep here, that's fine, but I have my own tasks to complete before we leave this facility. You cannot be here any longer than I am. Cool. Pal, let's go. Where are we going? Oh, she said we have free reign in the place. Valen kind of starts turning to walk out and sees that Charles is sort of standing there and Fidavir is standing there. I thought we were... What was the point of this entire conversation that we just had? Well, we had to let... We had to get her permission for us to be able to explore the facilities or else the robot wouldn't let us. Come on, Valen. Keep up. We're speed running. <sighs> I hate this. Speed running. I I'll catch up in a second. We exit the room. Pal, you coming? I have no reason to come. I must prepare my material as you have requested. Pal, we need you to show us around. 
Hold on. Okay. So. I suppose I can give you a brief tour. However, I would not be able to prepare in time for a show for you. Just hit me with what you got on the way, bud. You could see that his eyes kind of like flatline as you walk out. And he does begin leading you, giving you a very brief tour of the floor that you're on. All right. So, Benavir, you stuck behind the room and you see that Dr. Rift is not even paying you any attention. She is currently just scribbling furiously on her clipboard and she seems to be walking around the room. And as she does, she seems to pick something up from a nearby table, which looks sort of like a small gun. Dr. Rift, there is something I need to tell you, and I swear it's important. (sighs) She puts down the pen that she was holding and kind of like fidgets around with the clipboard, adjusting everything so she doesn't drop it. (sighs) What is it? Finn, uh, Finn with the most genuine look on his face. Listen, whether you believe or not, we're from the future. Well, you have to, because we are. And when where we came from, Curtis is still there. You wouldn't leave without him, which means whatever happens will happen before you leave. Something bad is going to happen to this area. That's why the evacuation order was called. We've seen what happens to this place afterwards. It's horrific. And it will happen to you if you don't leave before tomorrow. Please save yourself. So you're from the future and you're telling me that I need to leave my hard work and research behind before it is completed. I only need the rest of this evening and I will be completely done. (sighs) So if I leave then... That means that I have to leave my Curtis behind? No, not if you left today. I don't think so. I I don't know how time travel works. I don't know if we fix something here, if it actually fixes in the future. I'm hoping it does, which means if you take Curtis with you, what happens to him won't happen. Well, seeing that Curtis is not here at this time, I can't exactly take him with me right now. I'd have to wait until he returns. You'd have to use the time that you would use on your research to find him if you were going to go. Look, I know that you're going to have to give that up if you wanted to leave and live. And I'm these are just the words of a stranger, but please. Go ahead and roll diplomacy. Hit him with it. Don't crit fail. The best stat he got. Don't roll a two. Oh, oh I no, hate that. That was I hate that almost so much. a 19. It was almost so good. It was not. Total 22. She sighs. I don't know where I would find him. He goes out on long adventures. He is young. He needs the exercise. I can't just call him back. He has a mind of his own. I hope things work out for you, Dr. Ript. I at least had to try. If I see you in another time rotation, I'm going to try again. All right. That's fine, I guess, but you're going to be hard-pressed to convince me to leave this research behind. This is, there... is for humanity's sake. If if I do see you again, is there anything I can say that, that you could tell me now, that I could tell you again, that would convince you that what I'm telling you is the truth? Something that no one else knows, or something that at least I shouldn't know? Well, your friend was very forceful, and I honestly have very little idea of what he was saying. It was some hubbub. Not that it matters much, since we'll be leaving this place anyway. (sighs) However, if you're looking to convince me of something, your best bet is to help me complete this research. Okay, so if you have one evening to get your research done, and you're almost done, 
if I could take your any breakthroughs you come up with with me and bring it to you now, but next time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wait, that then... would help you complete your research, and then you would survive. You know, with that sort of talk, I honestly believe that you are from wherever you might be from, but you're crazy on top of it. <sighs> All right. So, if this is something you're saying in that this you're from the future, then that must mean that humanity has survived and does excellently, so I must finish my research then. Yeah. If you are alive. Yeah. Then maybe I can help, like you said. Yes, humanity will survive. But it's a shame if such as if even a single life goes to waste. Even more if that life saved mine in the future. She seems somewhat apathetic towards your plight. Mm-hmm. And is very focused on finishing at least the, with the research. I don't know how long you stick around with her. He's offered to stick around if she is going to basically teach him what he needs to tell her in the in the next if there's another next rotation if she's not like trying to do that and trying to explain things or has at least seemed to be on board with the idea then Finn is just going to leave she tells you that she would think about it but she wanted to finish this next bout of research before she gave you any information because well, she needed to keep this fresh on her mind then maybe try to meet back up with her if uh, the things happen the way they did last time we'll see I don't know how this works. He's going to be back up with his friends. Okay. Uh, so, Charles? Yep. What'd you do? Uh, during the air quote tour that Pal's taking us on. I, hey, Pal, can you show us Curtis's room? Interesting. I think it is odd that you would know about Curtis. Not my first rodeo, bud. I thought you were surface dwellers. Yep, we are. Very strange. Unfortunately, I cannot take you there. That is a very dangerous place to go. He is very protective. Uh, Curtis isn't in right now. He's out playing. He looks at you and tilts his head. How do you know that? Dr. Rebecca Riff told me. I was in the room with you. You did not speak to her very much, but you said... And he literally (laughs) repeats everything you said word for word. Love that. Hey, pal, do you understand the concept of time travel? Time travel is, of course, a potential for humanity. It has always been a possibility. However, the research that we currently have has limited us because we do not have access to certain materials. And he goes on this, like, long explanation. Okay, cool, pal. I'm from the future. I'm coming to you now in the past from my perspective. This is not the first time I have been here. It is just the first time in your timeline I have been here. Ah, I find that very interesting. May I take a sample of your blood? Yeah, if that helps expedite things, sure, bud. Oh, wait, 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 wait. How much do you need? Is this going to take long? Do we have to, like, do I have to take, like, a detour? We usually take about eight vials of samples. How big is a vial? You trying to take, like, a liter from me? (laughs) He just chuckles. Ah, goodness gracious. Fine, do it quickly. Valen is just shaking his head. Do I get a cookie at the end? We do not have any cookies left. Dang it! The bakery is currently out of commission since the chef and baker have abandoned facilities. No sweet brown chocolate coins for me then. Valen's like so confused. Honestly, he's debating if he should just leave you behind and go find Finnevir. But that's beside the point. Um, okay, so he takes you and he leads you to the elevator. 
and he goes down one more floor. Okay, cool. And he takes you to a medical bay area, which seems to comprise the majority of the second floor. Hey, pal, how many floors are there here oh, in, in the facility? There are currently 15 floors. Which floor is the reactor on? It is on the very base level, as I stated earlier. So it's on the 15th floor? It is on the base floor, as I stated earlier. Wait, the first floor? It is on the base floor. Divine base floor, pal. The very bottom floor of the facility. Okay, so you can say it, 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 the base floor is the 15th floor. I have said this multiple times. Gosh darn it, take my blood. You know what? This is why my blood pressure is increasing. Honestly, you probably should be taking blood from me right now. Am I giving this And you see like a little blood spurts out of the thing as he takes away the um, (laughs) uh, IV. And he puts a little band-aid that has a smiley face on it. Alexa, define base floor. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it felt like. (laughs) So he tells you this. Finavir, did you stay? I'm sorry. I I got lost by the whole other conversation. Did you just stick around just watching everything she did? No, um, it. His hope was that she would explain it, but now his hope is that she will be able to condense it if we ever do get to spend the evening with her, which, like, we did last time. Mm-hmm. So we had dinner with her. So he's hoping to talk to her after she's finished for the day. Did you stick around in the room? No. Okay, so you left. I left. I feel yeah, like Finn left. Okay. Finn left to catch up with the group. Well, okay. I don't like the way you, you asked that question. What? It's kind of sussy. What did I ask that I made you... Did you stay in the room? Like, something would happen if you did. Okay. No, we're, we're just going to find out, okay? We're going to find out. It's Groundhog Day. You yeah. embrace it. Yep. Okay, so, Finn, when you come out, they've already left, and they just you see as the elevator goes, <laughs> and you see their heads just disappear, and you're alone on this floor. Finn goes, oh, I have made a mistake. He will try to get the elevator. Do the right thing. No, do the right thing. Do the smart thing. Well, if he... Uh, well, if they're gone and he can't travel anywhere, I guess he'll just stay with uh, the doctor. What do you mean? You can go anywhere you want. <laughs> you know where to go. Quentin's trying he to medicate. Know how, what an elevator is or how to use it. Nope, he wants you to go to can, Curtis's can room. Tr- can he try to figure out how to use the elevator? You don't need to. Everything's on this floor that we need. You can go grab the name card and the pen right now. Does Finn know where he is? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it looks familiar. Okay. And this is the same place he was before? Yes. Okay, then he can go uh, look around. Get that pen. Yes, that yes. is one of the things you can do. Tim. So while Finnevere... <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> I need my pen and paper. So Finn, this you... This the time loop. Okay, so Finn, you go and get your pen. While you get the pen and the paper, do you do anything with that? He's going to write the notes again. Okay, so as you take the pen, um, you see that there is no nib pointing out. You know it's a pen, though. Mm-hmm. This is your time to learn how to use a click pen. He figures it out. Oh, It's that simple. Even a monkey could do it. Curtis. <laughs> um, so you click the pen, and as you do this, you feel like this strange like sensation in your hand, as though whatever you are doing like with your hand, it kind of like starts pulling it down towards the paper. Like You are not doing this on your own, but you feel like pressure, more pressure than you were putting down initially. Hmm. Okay, uh, let me write that description in my item box. <laughs> let it happen. Just embrace the whole interaction before you take notes. It'll make so much more sense in about like five seconds. Ah, 
Okay. So he will write the notes. Okay. So what are you trying to write? Uh, he will write Kelsey. Okay. As you begin thinking Kelsey's name, you feel as your hand kind of gets pulled suddenly and it starts writing on its own. It tunnel vision. This is amazing. And it starts writing, this is amazing. Like, it's dragging. He thinks of uh, a basic scribbling of an Amarillo. It tries to draw this, but the way that your brain is thinking, it's like trying to piece it together. But uh, it's it's scribbling it. Uh, hmm. Anyway, so he's going to use what's left of the paper uh, after it says, Kelsey, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to put a line through that part. We are stuck. You try in- to put a line to that part, but instead it writes the word line. Oh gosh. Stuck in time loop, trying to get back. Keep safe. Keep safe. Okay. And he's going to write Kelsey stuck in time loop, keep safe on two more pieces of paper and pocket those. Go get that compact mirror again and then go to Curtis's room. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> <laughs> like the owner of events. Um, so you've been playing with this pen for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about halfway through his interaction with Powell downstairs. So you running down and grabbing Curtis's things, you are coming up as their elevator is rising back up. And like you you were coming back up the stairs, but you're not So he's got the badge uh-huh. and he's coming okay. back from cool. Are you all hungry for dinner? I can have something made up for you if you would like. Ooh, it's oh, cool. wait, the what did we have last really time? Good. Hamburgers, man. Oh, we can have hamburgers. Oh, wait. Smoot, we could have hamburgers again. But no, 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 Fit, think about this. What else could we have? Is there anything besides hamburgers that you can make? Unfortunately, my cooking skills only allow me to create specific varieties of hamburger. I think we can live with that. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. If you take all of the ingredients in a hamburger... Would you like a fish burger? ...and rearrange it, you can get a taco. Pal, do you have tortilla? (laughs) (laughs) We do not. We are out of tortilla. You are what? Uh, do you have... uh, Our baker is out. He has... How do you have hamburger buns still, pal? That is all that is left. (laughs) Why is that the only thing that's left? You're telling me that everyone just ate nothing but tacos for like three straight weeks, so we're out of tortilla? The tacos cause massive destruction. (laughs) (laughs) Our plumber left. We no longer offer tacos. (laughs) Canonically, Baco Del caused the apocalypse. We ran out of tortillas. Those were the dark days. I can prepare very simple meals, such as gubba hubs. <laughs> I heard gubba. I heard gubba hubs. Kebabs. Okay, yeah, I got you. Kebabs. Oh, I kind of want kebabs now. Like, in real life. Uh, I should specify that all of the items are in Finn's backpack and okay. not his uh, his front pockets Okay. this time. Honestly, I don't care what we eat. I think we just need to... Um, just whip, whip me up something quick, pal. I can do that. Would you like to have dinner and a show? That would be great, bud. Wonderful. Sometimes I perform these shows for Dr. Rift. I'm sure she's going to love them just as much as we do, bud. Lately, she has not enjoyed them. It's okay. We will. Go get your material ready, pal. Uh, Mr. Smoot. Yep, that's me. <clears throat> oh, you know, uh, is, uh, is pal leaving? Pal is leaving to go prepare a meal, and you see as he gets on the elevator. Oh, so we're, we're still on the floor we want to be. Oh, real quick, pal, where, where are the stairs? 
Stairs are accessible only during an emergency. They must be activated by an authorized user. Where are they? <laughs> you, you asked this as he was already going down and his voice kind of gets like faint. Could we perception check your stairs? <sighs> Thank you, pal. You're appreciated. We love you, bud. Never forget that. You can perception check if you want to look around. I'm, I'm going to look around for stairs. What, what, on the stairs where the Curtis thing is? Wait, wait, there were stairs there? That's how we got down. No, 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 not, not down. Those like five stairs. I'm talking about the stairs to go down floors. It's strange, though, right, that they are not easily accessible. You would think that there would be some way to get out of here besides that death trap. And he points back towards the uh, elevator. Yeah, yeah. Finn would look in disdain towards the quote-unquote elevator. Perhaps it's something that's hidden or blends in. It's like camouflage. Can oh, we no, I'm thinking like Kelsey now. Look around. Feel around. Can I? Perception check. You can perception check and right. touch things. Uh, Charles Smith's got a 23 on his perception. I've got to touch things with uh, my eyes? Finn's going to touch things with his hands. Oh, powerful. He doesn't understand them. Divide and conquer. We got this. You two, based upon the DC. No, you, you two don't find anything. You're like walk, looking around at things. And you're like, this floor is made of floor. This wall is made of wall. Is it a floor? It, it is. You hear, though, all of a sudden as um, Balin kind of shouts out to you, he goes, I found something over here. All right. Charles Smoot hustles over. It is in a location that you would have never thought to look. In the very corner of the wall, which they're slightly rounded, you see that there's this small, like, petal on the floor that's sticking up. If you've been thinking to look more at the floor versus the walls and like touching them, you might have found it. But it is so small and blends in with the lighting. And here we just assumed that the floor was made of floor. You see, though, that this petal, as you step on it, there is a small panel that opens up on the wall. And it looks like it needs some sort of device clicked against it. Well, we've got to go get the ID card first. Uh, and takes off his backpack and starts, you mean, uh... Wait, hold on. Uh, papers? No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Um, and he hands out one of the papers each. Oh, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm glad to oh. see you weren't Kelsey's wasting your time. Kelsey's stuck in the past, too? No, gosh, <laughs> darn it, Palin. We did oh, this I last time. I forgot the commas. It's okay, she'll figure it out. And uh, he'll remember to actually pocket one of those. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 no, no. We should fix that. What if she thinks that that's a note from her future self that's stuck in the past? No, no, no. That's a, oh, gosh. Kelsey's smart. Take the key card. Why does this one say... Oh, you've got the key card? Smooth him. Oh, 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 you've got the key card? Woo! Here's the door behind you guys. Starts to open slowly. Smooth takes the key card. Presses it up against the panel. Okay. And we go into the staircase. Okay, you start making your way down the stairs. You see, like, this figure kind of, like, walk towards it. The light from the floorboards that were shining up keep you from being able to see her and she clearly can't see you she kind of like seems to be peering down as you are running your way down the stairs it's we a decide. lot of stairs um it's, it's it's 15 floors worth of stairs it's about 10 minutes jeez hey listen that is nothing <laughs> compared to the stairs that i had to take to get to the shrine of tribes as you were going down these stairs you can tell that something about the air quality changes down here um, it feels slightly more musty and as if you are 
delving deeper underground. And you hear as though the system is pumping out a lot of air behind you, as if it's like pushing it down against you. You can feel like the slight breeze in your hair. Air conditioning is magic. There's wind. Underground. underground. Oh, yes. That means there must be some access to outside. Yeah, it's called a vent. That's good. means we won't suffocate. Yeah, as long as the ventilation keeps working. Are you saying it is going to stop? How unreliable is this stuff? I don't know. How reliable is time travel, Valen? A vent is just another word for a hole, right? Kind of, yeah. So as you guys make it down to the base floor, as you were journeying down here, you saw as lights were kind of coming on in front of you, and then in the back, they would slowly go off. Yep. And you make it down, and you see yourselves approaching this stone, like this metal-looking door in front of you. And there appears to be a panel to the side of it. I tap Dr. Rebecca's key, key card. And you see as a bar above the door flashes green, and you hear something unlatch. We push the door open. It pushes forward and slides over. We walk in, or at least Smoot does. Smoot. All this mumbo-jumbo of going back and forth the time is really messing with my head. Why are we... Why did we want to find this place in the first place? Places upon places. You know, all of the timey-wimey stuff we've been talking about has been really messing with my head. Yeah, you said I was a farmer. I land! Land! And fast friends! How dare you make me jealous of alternate me. (laughs) So, as you guys enter into this room, you find yourselves stepping into a very well-lit room. It almost appears to be white. You see, though, at the very center, there seems to be this strange-looking object. It's not sitting on a pedestal, and it doesn't look to be solid. It looks to be like some orb of light that is oscillating inside, rotating in an eternal vortex of energy. And you see above it, there seems to be this conical structure which stretches up into the ceiling and outward, arcing down around the room. And you see lined around it seems to be thick glass panes, which you can kind of see out of, but it appears that the area outside of it is dark. And inside this room, you also see that there seems to be lined around the walls, stations of sorts, consoles, but also would appear to be whole relics sitting there, as if they are on some sort of charging station. And as you are stepping around this room to take a look, you hear as a door opens nearby. Go ahead and roll your perception checks. 26 total for Charles Smoot. So are these, like, relics with power cores kind of thing? You can't see any of the power cores on the outside. However, it you feel this sensation of power, almost this innate sense that they're being recharged here. Well, this I can't hold anymore. Is a treasure room. Yes, and now we know where it is. We know where we need to access it. Also, this isn't what we were looking for. What do you mean? How do you know? But, wait, no, what, what are we looking for, Smoot? Answers! Literally anything! Perception checks, please. Oh, yeah, it's just, sorry. Total 26 for Charles Smoot. Uh, 24 for Finn. As you guys are having this conversation, you hear a familiar voice as the door opens. Oh, hello, friends. 
I thought you would be joining us for dinner. I was saddened to see you have left. But how is it that you came to be in here? And you see Pal standing over by a door. He seems to be holding something in his arms. And what's what the he's holding? See what he's holding with the 26? You see that his hands are clasped around it. It is a small object, and it seems to have some strange ridges to it. Um, and it seems overall to be L-shaped with the way that he's holding it. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be right up for dinner. We'll probably go back up with you, pal. Uh, we were just uh, looking for a few things. Is it the same L-shaped thing that uh, I saw the doctor pick up frustratedly before I left? It could be, or it could not be. It is. No. Is it? Maybe. Maybe. Although there's still time for dinner. I mean, how late is it anyway? The time is currently 8 p.m. Oh, I normally eat dinner at 9 anyways, pal. Very well. I am surprised that you have clearance levels for this area. You must be very high ranking in the facility, indeed. And he begins to walk forward, and he starts moving towards the center sphere. Uh, we'll just, I'll just sit back and watch whatever he's doing. Okay. Unless it is what calls the time ripple, I'm okay with it, and I want to see how this functions. Okay. Um, as you guys were looking around the room, this room has been neatly kept. It's very pristine. However, there is something out of place. And you only begin to notice it as Pal begins to walk forward. And you see as he steps towards this nuclear core, there seems to be a strange metal object just situated in the middle of the floor. And as Pal is stepping forward, he doesn't see it. And you see as his foot catches on it, and he trips. And you see as this object that was in his hands flies out of it, crashing into the core. And all of a sudden... No! Our sweet summer child! It's all his fault! Everything stops. And there is an explosion. Do we feel said explosion? And that is where we're going to end off this week's episode of The Gate Chronicles. Oh! Well, we're dead! <laughs> Uh, no, next episode of the Gate Chronicles, new characters. New campaign. No, I'm kidding. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. Everything's fine. For now. Our sweet summer child, he says. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Gate Chronicles. We hope you'll continue to stick around and join us on the next, next episode, which is coming out next, next week, whenever this is released, you know, because we, we are currently on a break as we record this. So, <laughs> sorry. It happens. But we already did that thing at the beginning and we told you like how you can support us. So I'm not going to repeat it here because you should know better. Shame on you. But most importantly, we do want to give a big thank you and shout out to Michael Gelfie with Michael Gelfie Studios, Yvonne Dutch and Monument Studios for allowing us to use their music and ambiance in today's episode. We hope that you will consider supporting them or even using their stuff in your games at home because it's amazing and it's great for setting that ambiance as you can already tell all right foundlings that's it for me and we will see you next next week on another episode of the gate chronicles and to figure out if that sweet summer child is really the cause of all of this clearly he is but yeah <laughs> awkward bye, bye guys bye bye